Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 249. It is the second to last episode in the Battle of Mughamara story arc, and things are getting spicy. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash adventuring who make this show happen. Patrons like Kyle, Adam, Darek, Kayla, Brendan, James, and Dave. Without our patrons, we would be sad. We would be sad individuals without our patrons. They do uh, so much for us. They just give support to us in probably, you know, as far as life, our lifetimes go, unprecedented times of difficulty. Uh, there have they've been there to support us and help us along the way and we cannot thank them enough and if you get value out of the show you want to pitch some value back into us uh, that's the way to do it head over to patreon.com slash it and head over head over to patreon.com slash adventure inc i've butchered i've butchered the end of this but uh, the reality is that we are so grateful to them and we try to do everything we can to provide value back to our patrons to give a little extra to them uh, this show has been incredible uh, to be a part of over the last five years it's uh, phenomenal that you know, now we are 12 episodes away from the finale of the first campaign and uh, you know the support and the love that we've gotten from everybody has just been amazing and uh you know there are other ways to support the show too if you can't do it financially one of the best ways is to be part of our community just come and join the discord there are links in the show notes there's links on our website venturingpod.com for you to be able to join our discord and just come be part of that fun come hang out with us talk to us uh the whole community there is just an awesome little community that is uh, i'm so proud of and so happy to be a part of uh, or to tell other people about the show. You know, there's a, if you know other people who you think would enjoy it, that's a great way to help support it also. Uh, so there's a lot that you can do to give back to the show if, if you get value out of it. And uh, we hope that you do because uh, it's been a lot of fun to make and uh, we are just so thrilled that people are digging it as we come into the, uh, the home stretch. So, uh, all right, let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth the Monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Gebetto the Rogue. We're basically family. So do you want to admit to your family that all you want to do is learn how to read so that you can read pornos? (laughs) Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The plan worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We Um, should have a plan more often. Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why are my nipples not convincing? Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Kath, you move like the wind 
uh, out of this room. Uh, you bolt up the stairs with, you presume, Asher right behind you. Uh, and as you turn the corner into the hallway, you realize that uh, the doorway to this barracks have been stuffed with lizard folk and gnolls. Uh, it is sealed up. Uh, with the creatures that have being shoved in by the robots outside to the point where they're shoving them in the windows now. Um, and those are stuffed as well. Like, people, are, bodies are just getting pushed into the building. You hesitate for half a second, and then the floor beneath you gives way as an explosion <gasps> of fire blasts out from the floor underneath your feet. You take 100 damage as you are blasted against the building and the building collapses down around you. Genevera and uh, Gibetto, you hear a loud boom and the ground around the basement shakes, dirt falling from the ceiling above you. All right, kid, I think that's the sign. Yeah, let's go. Uh, and so Gibetto, Gibetto stands up, dusts himself off, walks up the stairs and out the front door. Uh, he takes one last bite of his hardtack and throws it uh, as he, like, exits the building. Okay. <laughs> his snack just, like, tosses yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you step out to watch the as the front doors are basically bang 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 against the front doors to your left the smoldering crater of a uh the building which has collapsed in down on itself there are still some lizard folk and gnolls running around and the robots are pushing them onto the pile of uh, rubble um <laughs> where the barracks once were um and you see what you don't see is Asher or Keth. So that's probably fine because they're probably still invisible. If they or, didn't have to attack anyone. Or maybe they're around the back. Like maybe they're on the other side of the thing. Let's, let's go. Yeah, let's Clug materializes in front of you. Oh. There's a problem. Asher and, and Keth, they're still in there. There's another secondary explosion. <laughs> As a blast of red energy bursts out, fire blowing back, uh, tossing debris. And Asher rises up in a flaming form, the phoenix potion within his veins burning as he had taken 200 damage from being in front of the explosion and died instantly, <laughs> but is now re-risen uh, again here standing before Asher. you. Yeah. Full health. Yeah. And Full Asher health. stands up. Covered in smoke and ash, his hair swept back, and he gives Genevera <laughs> two big thumbs up. Uh, where's Kath? Where's Kath? Uh, where's Kath? Asher yells. You look around, Asher. You don't see him anywhere near um, you. <clears throat> clug, clug, clug. Uh, can you do the thing that you did to find Kath before? He's he's buried under the building. Oh, shut up. Okay. Keth, give me your first death saving throw. Uh, so I, the orc ability allows me to pop up at uh, one, and then the phoenix uh, potion happened. I imagine I took that. <laughs> <to the phoenix. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, let's. That's how that works. So you pop up sure. and you open your eyes underneath this rubble, uh, and you're you're buried, but you're alive. Uh, and then there's just this wash of fire, secondary fire that washes over you, and then you fall unconscious again. Uh, give oh me your goodness. first death saving throw. <laughs> oh, screw Asher. <laughs> Nine. That's one in the death column. That's a bad one. Yep. Uh, when <clears> I <throat> when I um, rematerialize with my phoenix potion, do my wild shapes return? No. Okay. Good to know. Jibeto <sighs> um, runs to the uh, to the rubble, and he like he grabs one of the robots. And he like shakes it and he says, no, we got to find Keth now. Stop putting the bodies on there. Find Keth. It continues to push uh, bodies into the rubble. Uh, Gibetto's like patting his like pockets to check and see it. But there's like, there's not another control rod. Like we only had the two. The doors are still bang, bang, bang. And then boom, the doors burst open and your group uh, from outside comes pouring in uh, a fighting retreat from the units, uh, the army that is pushing back to hold the line uh, at the door. They know, so they, they're they still like holding that off, uh, protecting that, and the rest of the group that you brought comes charging over uh, to you. And they say, Dude, are, what is, what's going on? Where What's happening? Kess in here. We gotta find Kess. Um, Clug, can you just hover, ho- like hover, go hover where he is? Clug, uh, like moves quickly over to where uh, Keth is, like f- floating through the air and like zips down. Dolphins swimming yeah. through the debris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like zips down underneath and then like pops back up. And then uh, from over the walls, Elatrix comes screaming down in, in his uh, coatal form. Um, Lanyer... Uh, like looks at him and you see that there is something passing between them and uh, Elatrix smashes down into uh, the ground and like pops up underneath rubble sprays everywhere and uh, Keth's body comes up over uh, on the back of Elatrix. Uh, Keth, give me another saving throw. Ooh, different D20. Oh my God. 19. Okay. Uh, see, I was so fucking nervous. He was going to roll a one. That counts as two, I think. That's auto two. Um, I, the minute I see Keth burst out, um, I cast, um, what the frick is the spell? Uh, I'm glad I didn't cast find the path. That's for sure. Uh, cause I cast (laughs) heal and heal Keth. Uh, for 70 hit points. If he was blind, deaf, or diseased, he's not anymore. So it's fine. <laughs> he's, he's just Keth, suddenly bur- like life bursts into your chest um, and you just feel that breath like hot and searing push back into your lungs and uh, your eyes are cleared. You know, there's a lot of dust in your eyes and they're just cleared up. Yeah, you're all good. <laughs> Kind of like squints at those bright, bright sunlight. It's too bright. It's like oh, painfully bright. No, it's actually perfectly uh, bright. It's the exact the it's right bright exactly. for you to be able to see. It's great. <laughs> just 
had dust in his eyes for his entire life. Yeah. <laughs> um, your astigmatism is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I fixed your mild cataracts. It's fine. Oh, wow. That, that's actually a great, yeah. great use of that. So, um, <laughs> uh, Kath, like, gasps Aaron for the first time. Thinking, oh, my goodness. And he looks around and just sees the chaos and debris but also his friends and you and are flying plug. on the back of uh elatrix oh. who is still oh, yeah. like has not come <laughs> down go. to land <laughs> so he just looks around and sees sky and he's like holy <laughs> shit <laughs> is this happening <laughs> oh El- elatrix you're here too thank, thank goodness uh, this isn't the, this isn't the, like the last time we went Maybe the death realm changed since we closed the gate. Elatrix lands uh, with the rest of the group around you, um, and then he, he like drops you off uh, and transforms back into his uh, Elatrix that you all know. Um, he is badly scraped up, uh, even still, um, but he is—he's standing there with you. Are, are we? We're not all dead, right? That would suck. This this is real, right? I was dead for a second, and then I exploded. It hurt. Wait, both of them hurt. Like honestly, big, big big red fire. That <laughs> I don't know which fire I was. I know there was a big red fire. Yeah, I woke up for a second <laughs> after the first explosion, and then there was a second explosion. Was was that you? No, it technically was Gebetto because it was a phoenix pose. <laughs> whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, hey, guys. Whoa, 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 you, ki- whoa, whoa. you killed me. You killed me. That's what you... I didn't mean to. What a great oh. betrayal this is. <laughs> Top... <laughs> Top 10 anime betrayals. Uh... Jennifer says, what were, you... what were you thinking? And then she hugs Asher and Cass. <laughs> I have so much I, dust I, in my I, eyes. I'm sorry, I didn't see you coming. <laughs> really? Because I see perfectly. Right now. <laughs> you all look we, fan. Oh, Gibetto, Genevera, you look terrible. What, what the hell happened? Yeah. You, oh my God! You, you guys covered are covered in blood. In blood. What did you yeah. do? What? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't go super smooth for us either. It's not ours. That's okay, not any good. Be- well, I guess that is better. We've been in wars, and you were cleaner. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out when you have to fight things close, it's, it's gross. Yeah, it's messy. Oh, <laughs> hey, Gebetto. And I, I reach into my stuff and I hand you a very sticky yo-yo. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I saved this for you, bud. My lucky yeah. yo-yo! <laughs> Sorry, mom. Just as you yell my lucky yo-yo, the doors to the main <laughs> tower burst open and two creatures come out. One with a small head on top of a hulking body. <laughs> Uh, and the second, a large head on top of a much smaller, still growing body uh, comes walking out of uh, the tower. What the hell is that? Roll initiative. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You're the weirdest person, Anthony. <laughs> uh. I got. I rolled a twenty, so twenty-one. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I got an eighteen. No, yeah, I've got Jesus a twenty-three. Christ. Now 17. it's not. Sorry, it's not the giant knoll head. Yes. on different. Yeah. Oh, it's the knoll no, head it's is a growing Marian a small Joseph. body. 
the, the other the body is growing ahead. Oh my god. So oh. uh if I have this correctly, it's Keth, Asher, Genevera, Gibetto. Wait, I what did Keth 18. and Asher roll? I got a twenty one. Okay, I had you two confused. Keth got a twenty three. Gibetto got okay. a seventeen, is that right, Gibetto? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anthony, you're so weird. <laughs> you are the weirdest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the image is a nightmare. It's just so strange. So I think I don't know um, which is scary. <laughs> I, I think what's probably happening is that the little one is like because uh, it's not little. I mean, it's um, you know person sized already. It's just not the hulking seven and a half foot like muscly creature. Uh, so uh, it's like on spindly legs making its way out next to uh, the much larger hulking one. Uh, so Gross. the head is Gibetto's torso sized. Uh, the rest of the body is his hips down. That's what I'm imagining. It's not quite that much. It's <laughs> just tiny little yeah, arms. I'm, imagining, uh, I'm big... imagining like literally baby proportion body and then like but with massive a head, massive and then head. baby proportioned head with a massive body uh yeah, like yeah, taller yeah, and too. spindlier than that but i'm okay that's fine fine it's a baby sized nope. body and it's riding on the shoulder of the big muscly guy with the tiny head uh, that's how they're laid out um so uh kef you're first <laughs> Just a mid-comedy fight thrown in. (laughs) (laughs) Kev, Kev, like, just looks, like, confused at everybody and just shrugs and runs forward, cracks, like, like, brings his hands together and uh, creates a quarterstaff and then cracks it in half. (laughs) Let's hit that weird thing. So it's two broken sticks. (laughs) No, it, it turns back into the Redeemer's. It's just cracking its part of it. You know you don't have to do that. You've never had to do that. You can just you can just twist and pull them apart. It's it's fine. Let's hit things. No, no it's fine. Let's hit things. Oh wait, what? Okay, and Kathers charges forward and takes uh, three attacks. Uh, which which are you attacking? Uh, he's he's attacking baby body. <laughs> so i think yeah you're gonna the first attack you'll do uh you're just like gonna run up and like try to knock the baby head body off the uh off the shoulder oh excellent so uh 13 or i'm sorry a uh 26 a 20 and a nat one oh my god Okay, so uh, so you swing with the twenty six and the twenty. So hit uh, you hit the the baby body big head with uh, that attack. So roll your damage. Baby body big head. baby body big head. <laughs> Thirty two damage. Baby body big head. Baby body. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna write BBBH. <laughs> baby body big head for big body baby head. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm going to write uh, uh, for capitals. Uh, muscle body mini head will be the other one. Okay. Just do big head, little uh, head, right? Would that make more sense? <laughs> I don't know. No, that doesn't work for me. Right, uh, so uh, sorry, baby body just... big head <laughs> gets it for 31. Um, 
Then something odd happens, Kev. Now, now uh, something odd happens. <laughs> <laughs> you smash the first redeemer into the creature, and it falls down uh, off the shoulder. Uh, Kev feels a little bad. <laughs> you smack it in the air with the redeemer, uh, and then you suddenly get this sensation from the sun. Like this, uh, the bright light from the sun makes you stagger for a moment. Uh, you don't know what it is. It's like this burning feeling that, that wells up in you for a moment and then fades away. Um, but it throws you off balance and you, you miss your attack. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, so as a bonus action, uh, Kef is going to climb up this uh, run up the side of a building like perch uh on a spot and in preparation to jump in the future you're gonna assassin's creed (laughs) (laughs) okay jennifer it's your turn okay so they bust out and jennifer goes oh no 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 (laughs) um i didn't see this coming jen did you no and she points her finger She points her finger at Big Head. Okay, baby body, <laughs> big, big head. Body. <laughs> at 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 the big head. Just yeah, baby, baby body, body, big, big head. head. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she casts finger. Oh of death. my god. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going no 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 no, pointing at it like no no like hands like kind of over her eyes but like not enough so that she can't see it. She's just like <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Please aim that <laughs> one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's not uh, sawing. She's not doing like the saw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So Constitution saving throw, which was it. It was very bad at last time. And now that it's a baby. <laughs> yeah. Boy. So it got a fifteen. That does not pass. Right. I was just checking. Whew. Okay. So it's gonna take. All while robots are still piling lizard folk onto the rubble of the barracks. And they're like, they scramble out, right? Because now it's just like a big hole. uh, And the robots just push them back in. (laughs) They eventually just form a pushing barrier. It's like a lumberjack match. (laughs) Uh, So 51 plus 30. 51, 61, 81. 81 damage. Holy shit. And that's like a necrotic damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, you cast this spell, uh, and this energy emanates from your finger, um, and pounds its way into this baby... Body, big head. Body, big head. <laughs> uh, and you watch as the creature immediately begins to shrivel like a raisin. Uh, and within seconds, its skin puckered and dry, uh, the desiccated remains are all that is left of baby body, big head, uh, whose power has been sucked away. So would you consider, since it has a head and a body, it humanoid, a humanoid? It is a humanoid. Okay. So now this shrivelly baby body, big head. Oh. Uh, is a zombie no. that I can... Okay. Oh, God, That's why? Worse. That's the worst. <laughs> so, uh... 
Jesus the creature Christ. now desiccated. <laughs> uh, its eyes pop back open, milky white uh, in there, oh, and, and it like rises up. Go ahead and make an action for it this turn. She's going to say, hey, can you take out your other half for me? Just like smash your, smash your, smash your head into its head. It, uh, it jumps onto the creature and begins attacking. Oh my God. Um, you know, it doesn't look super effectual. <laughs> this baby body yeah, I, swinging yeah. in. <laughs> but it's, it's trying its best. Uh, and, and the other one definitely seems surprised with its, uh, mini, uh, muscular body, mini head. It seems surprised. Uh, Asher, it's your turn. Oh my God. I just don't even know. <laughs> So, it was... I can't tell if this is a zombie or not. So, I know one of them is definitely a zombie. Yeah, so you are certain the other one is a zombie, and you're pretty sure that uh, Genevera wouldn't have been able to make it a zombie if it was already a zombie. Okay, good to know. I cast on the other one, Blight. 8d8, uh, necrotic damage, or on a failed save. So it has to roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, it rolled a 21. So it takes half of the damage. Um, oh, so still 8d8, though. Which is still a lot of dice. Not that much dice. Uh, it would have been 34... Uh, necrotic damage full. Um, so it's 17 uh, uh, necrotic? Yes. So, and if it is a magical plant, it's, 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 gotta it's tell not me. a plant. Uh, uh, however, it is not a plant. However, what happens if it is a plant? Um, if, if you target a plant or a creature, you have uh, to tell it's us. Makes the, it makes the saving throw at disadvantage, and the spell deals maximum damage, damage to it. So, this is clearly not a plant, right? This is a fleshy creature. Uh, it's a knoll. It's a super strong knoll, but it's definitely just a knoll. But something weird. Grassy. Disconnect. And that's <laughs> our <laughs> show, everybody. That's what the it's whole funny show you was say working that. towards. <laughs> It's funny you say that because blight deals max damage. What? So what's eight times eight? Uh, Takes 64 64 necrotic damage. So it takes 130, uh, 128 necrotic damage and is instantly desiccated as well. Uh, As you watch the life like sucked away from it. Um, And whatever was healing, it is pulled away as well. Um, this creature, yeah, it just almost deflates in front of you oh uh, as the dry husk falls to the ground. Um, <clears throat> we, I feel like we should have had that job and you guys should have had this job. Spooky Todd walks past the group and places a foot directly on top of uh, Baby Body Big Head and then just like swings down with a hammer that just shatters the creature in light. Uh, My zombie! Yes. Honestly, 
Honestly, thank you, Spooky Todd. That thing was a nightmare. He says nothing. <laughs> hey, Todd. What What were you doing in the basement, bud? Uh, Adonan says, well, I, I, there was an opportunity to uh, try uh, for the fusion of certain uh, components to see if they might uh, warrant more... Uh, favorable outcomes and results for adventurers uh, going forward. Your augmentations, uh, uh, enhancements, uh, never really worked appropriately, though, so uh, I just uh, canceled the whole thing. You were trying to make a super Nolger so- serum in the basement? <laughs> oh, that would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> I still like grassy would have been good. Not that it was good. It would have been good. <laughs> I never intended for it to be used on uh, Noel physiology, per se. Uh, perhaps there's something different about them that allowed the process to take. Uh, the lizard folk know that I did not, uh, in any event, uh, no, it was really meant to be uh, more for uh, regular adventurers, not, not, not our enemies, no. It does look like it worked, though. I will say. <laughs> Redbridge rolls her eyes so hard. Uh... Oh, my goodness. Kevin, uh, Kevin jumps down and joins the group. Yeah, and that's that's when Gibetto turns to look at the like the barrier around Gorm. So how do we crack that egg? Do we have the bird? No. No. I, the magic man, steps forward and he places um, his hand near the barrier, like he's like feeling across it. And uh, Patrick walks up behind him and places a hand on his back. Um, Patrick is back in Patrick form, uh, not in angel form. <laughs> and, Little baby boy. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> baby boy, angel body no angel <laughs> angel boy bo- baby body boy boy body angel form <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, i did not like that uh so he um you know y- you guys are are probably closer than most but uh, uh he's whispering something to um the magic man whose head is lowered down um and he's got his hand out uh, and then he turns back, tears in his eyes. Um, and he walks back over and he says, that is a very powerful magical shield as well. That one I fear we won't have the same luck with, though. That one is more focused on his expectations. He has shut out of our ability to... Uh, pull it down, and I think if he tried, we would just face another and another. Magic, it's okay. It's not... Don't cry. Oh, it's... Genevieve is getting very upset. It's not that. Don't worry. What is it? It has been some time since I have felt the touch of the divine such as that. Genevera holds out her arms for a hug. Yeah, he hugs you. 
And then uh, oh. Patrick wraps himself around both of your legs. <laughs> uh, Gebetto reaches into his boot and pulls out his thieves tools and into his bag and pulls out the lock journal and he opens it. You, uh, so you go to place the thieves tools in the locked journal um, and you begin to pick the lock and then as you start to do that a hand grabs your hands and you look up and it's Elatrix, and he shakes his head no that is not for you and he moves your hand and he takes the book from you when I was created I was given a purpose that purpose was to guide my people back here. I read that purpose wrong. I saw myself as one who was meant to lead not just my people, but this place, this world. It was a part of me that I was always trying, fighting, scrambling to hold on to but it never quite fit. And in many ways, I feel I did a terrible job. This, this was a gift once, a gift from someone, someone who I would like to think would wish she could be here now. In a way, what Gorm represents, indeed any of them could be. We deal with this Gorm who is not from here, but his choices, his decisions, they are not that different from what any of us not of the greater races could make. Nothing tells me that more than the stories you passed to me of the other times Gorm has tried. I, not me, but the other me's, made choices, thought I understood and knew better. And it's clear now that I did not. There is a need for those of you, and you four in particular, those of the greater races, to make these choices, to make these decisions, because we cannot be held responsible for them. This gift represents to me the last piece of guidance that I can give to you. We have fought to get to this moment. We have fought and scrapped and clawed our way here. And in other opportunities, across divination, 
We have tried other things and we have failed. And never have we had the opportunity before us that we have now. And paramount among that is you. It is you who makes this choice and not someone like me. He takes the book and he puts a hand on either side of it. He says, I have one last gift to give you. One last chance to push him away forever. Stop him. Destroy him. But remember the place he comes from. Remember why he does this. Hold on to that, that you might carry some, some mercy for yourselves. The book begins to glow with blue energy. And Elatrix seems to be drawing from that energy. And you watch as his glow begins to rise in him, golden rays coming off of him brightly. And he flashes for a second into the coatal form standing in front of you. And that energy pushes out from him and washes over the four of you. It is warm and it is loving and it is touching on all parts of your being. Your soul feels full. Your wounds close. Your weariness subsides. Your power floods your body. And as your vision clears, the coatl lays down before you. Dead. Lanyer steps toward the remains of Elatrix. And he places a hand over the eyes of the creature. He says, rest easy, my son. And he turns to look at you. And he nods. Redbridge lets out a wail. Gibetto goes to console her. You can feel in her posture, in her demeanor, as you place a hand on her back, you can feel the weariness weighing on her. You can feel the weight of everything that has come before, every trial, every battle. And she is spent. The others, they stand around at various states of similar experience. I imagine Genevera has not let go of the magic man or Patrick, and I imagine they also have not. Let go. Asher kneels in front of Elatrix, slumped over, Quaddle form, 
um, puts his hands on his body uh, and just says, thank you for guiding us and everything. Line Ted walks forward. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Ted walks forward and also kneels next to Elatrix and puts his hand on him. He pulls back his hood that he had drawn up after feeling that weird sensation from from the from the sun, and he just says, "We won't let you down." And then gets up and walks back to the circle so he can see everybody again and puts back his hood and just stands there ready. When you are ready to begin, Genevera, I think I can open a way for five of you to pass through. You'll be fine, right? I should be. Okay, you can't lie to me. You know that, right? <laughs> he smiles. That's a rule. That's our that's our rule. <laughs> mm, I think I would need a question to be able to answer that question, Genevera. <laughs> will you be fine if you do that? I will be fine. Okay. Genevera walks over to Gibetto, Asher, Kath, and Evian. All right, y'all. Elatrix guided us home. There's only one thing left for us to do now. Don't hold anything back in there. Even if we don't walk away from this, we need to stop this here. It's on us. Uh, Gibetto locks eyes with Hilarion and nods. Uh, he doesn't say a word. She steps forward. You can see that she is very shaken by things that have occurred here, but uh, you also know that this isn't the same Hilarion. Mm -hmm. She um, steps up and she says, do not waste this chance. You've all got to be ready. And Gibetto turns to the magic man and starts walking toward the bubble. Genevera holds out her hands to whoever's next to her on either side. Yeah, Keth does too. Asher does as well. Gibetto grabs uh, a hold of both of them. Alright, guys. Let's do this for Elatrix and let's do this for Gillick. Let's do this for everyone we've lost. And everybody, everybody to come. Let's do this for us. <sighs> the five of you begin to walk for the six of you begin to walk forward evian draws the blade runes have been etched across the long blade 
the hilt inset with gems. Uh, it is truly a beautiful piece of craftsmanship. She looks down at the sword in her hands. She tightens her grip on the blade. She says, I am so grateful to the four of you to give me an opportunity to save this world. This, this is goodbye for me. But I want you to know that I accept this. But I would like to speak with Keth for a moment, if I could. Absolutely. She pulls you aside, Keth, and she says, What you have done for me, I fear I have repaid you poorly. I don't know why or how these effects have found their way into you, but I can see that you are being affected nonetheless. Kath cinches up the hood a little bit more and looks down but nods. Here is what I can tell you. You do not carry the same curse that I carry. You are not dead as I am. You do not cling to undeath as I do. And by that metric, I think you will likely live the regular lifespan that you are meant to live. But know this. You will have effects from what we have done. And for that, I cannot ever tell you how sorry I am. Will I... Will I need to feed? I suspect so. If it is anything like what affects me, you will not find sustenance any other way. Evian, don't think poorly of, of, of what you did or what happened. You, your sacrifice is beyond anything any we could have hoped for. And we're lucky to have you. So whatever sacrifice I needed to make and will make will have been worth it if we could pull this off. So be strong. And we're here with you till the very end. <laughs> she has a very small smile crosses her lips and she says well Keth I don't think you'll have to wait very long let's go Keth uh, puts his arm around Evian as uh, walks back towards the group okay we may begin she turns back and looks at the assembled people she raises the blade above her head 
And then she turns back just as the magic man pulls open a small opening, just big enough for a person to pass through. Jibeto, you're fine. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so she. So, uh, and the five of you. He says, quickly. As we step forward, Keth reaches up his hand and manifests for doom. And uh, as you step in beyond, the draconic form of uh, Gorm is still in the center of this ritual space. His eyes whited over and Evian raises the blade pointing toward him. She says, I speak with the voice of Perineth, with the strong people, proud and solid. I speak with the voice of Carapath, adventurous and brave. I speak with the voice of Verena, sly and crafty. I speak with the voice of Ishtara, determined and solid. I speak with the voice of Bradmont, noble. She falters for a moment. And the, the blade has begun to glow as she speaks, but you can feel the tension in her voice as it begins to crack put, under the pressure. I put my hand on her shoulder as she speaks. I speak with the voice of Emberfall, shrewd and powerful. I speak with all of the voices of Numerita. As its high king, I stand before you with a command to the divine itself. You shall not hold this form. And a beam of light emits from the blade. And it, you watch as the power rushes from her and through the sword, washing over Gorm. And he lets out a roar. And the, the light just overwhelms him. As his form shrinks down, the blade still outstretched, still pulling from Evian, her face withering and aging. And as the last light fades from the tip of the sword, it clatters to the ground as she falls to dust. As the light fades, Gorm Tintreach, the dark wizard you once saw step from a portal in a tower, stands a look of furious anger on his face. His lips contort as he turns to look at each of you. You have made a mistake. I tried to warn you you have made a mistake. And now you die. Thunder claps overhead. <laughs> Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and become a patron as well. 
You can also head to our website, adventuringpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Serious Business.